Welcome back to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. Every week we dive into juicy topics for women navigating the business arena, leadership, and their personal self-development. We reframe business and life with a more feminine lens to help women find more fulfillment, freedom, and success. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and today we have a special guest, Lisa Byrne. She's an amazing marketing coach for product-based businesses, and we're going to talk all kinds of talk around foundations, what makes success, and she's also experienced the Women in the Business Arena program, so she's going to talk about that as well. Welcome, Lisa. Hello. Thank you for having me, Sonia. I'm so happy to have you. It's really exciting. I feel like I I love what you're doing. I love all the amazing women that you're helping. And I feel like we have a lot of sort of similar viewpoints on operating a business, making sure that you have foundations, you know, and really looking at impactful marketing. Yeah. Absolutely. And I felt like that before meeting you and working with you, but it's only just become more and more defined and stronger. So yeah, that's been really cool part of the process as well. Yeah, look, it's been amazing working with you. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about your business. So maybe share with us a little bit about what you do, how you work with women, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a marketing coach. I work specifically with women who are in the early years of their product-based business. So a lot of them have um, either products that they've developed themselves or an online store um, offering a variety of products. And I meet them when they've spent some time trying to figure out their marketing themselves and they're now feeling overwhelmed, confused. They don't know which tactic is right for them because there's so many tactics out there, as you know. Mm. Um, They're kind of spinning their wheels, spreading themselves too thin, trying too many different things and just not seeing the results that they want. So I help them streamline so like you strip back at any activity that isn't serving them strengthen their business foundations and then choose and upskill them in the tactics that are going to be right for their product their their life and their audience I love that. I love that. Stripping back, streamlining. And would you say, because one of the things I always try to do in this podcast is bust myths, right? So would you say there is a lot of people out there feeling overwhelmed? Oh, absolutely. And that has probably been my go-to way to connect with my audience is drop in some truth bombs. And that's the way I've I've started to stand out because there's a thousand people out there selling every different tactic under the sun but what I'm actually encouraging women to do is to do less which yeah which I you know honed in from working with you as well because now I am doing less in my own business um, and having more impact and now I'm able to pass that on to other women but in a completely different business model. Yeah, which I love. And I think it's so important. And, you know, it's really, I think it's so good when we can share with people those truth bombs and help people feel like they're less alone, right? Like so many people think, oh, I should have it together or I should be know what I'm doing or I should just be on top of it. And you're not alone if you're feeling overwhelmed because that's pretty much most business owners. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because we're bombarded with messages you know, so much now and now that there's Instagram and and everything, like everybody makes it look easy where it doesn't, you know, so stop beating yourself up and, you know, you're, you're learning a new, new skills constantly. So it's not going to work overnight. 
That's right. And so if you were to kind of give people maybe like uh, a really important tip, what's one thing that they should be doing and thinking about with regards to their marketing? I know streamlining and stripping back is one of those really important pieces that you teach. So what, what do you think is one way they can do that? Well, first of all, they need to stop and step back um, and really look at the less shiny, less sexy part of their business, which is... Yeah. Who, what are they, what is their offer? If you can't articulate exactly what you do and what you offer and the problem you solve in a fairly simple sentence, then you need to spend time on that. If you can't then articulate who you serve and who is buying your product or who should be buying your product, then you need to look at that. What you don't need to be doing is spending money on Facebook ads hiring a social media freelancer, doing photo shoots, spend, dropping 10K on a website. You don't need to be yes. doing those things. You need to um, sit down with a pen and a paper and a very clear and positive mind and figure out what you're doing, what your message is, your point of difference, and then what you want to create. Because if you don't start out with that end vision, you will very quickly go in a million different directions and you won't be making um, any progress. That's kind of where I start with all my clients really. Yeah, it's so important. And me too. And I love it because obviously we work with different people. I work with service-based businesses. You work with product-based businesses. But in so many ways, you know, we really work on those foundational pieces. And I think that's what I see and probably what you see as well is that so many people are lacking a foundation. Like it's shocking. It is. It is. Like literally nine times out of 10, the people I speak to, they can't answer the basic questions, which is, you know, why is your product different? And who do you create it for? Those kind of questions is where where I like to start. And that's where the magic is as well. Because as soon as you have that direction, you gain more confidence, you gain more clarity, and you can stay focused. Yeah, so true. And I think that's the key. We're all losing focus. We're all losing touch with what we're doing. Like, I mean, so many people come back to that place of like, uh, why am I doing this? Why did I decide to start this strategy? What does this all mean? You know, whereas part of it is because we're just trying to do too much and we have no strategy in place and we're not sort of back in that place of like really understanding what's the direction we're going, what's the clarity we need, how do we move forward? Yeah, totally. And once you have that, that is a plan and a strategy in itself. Yeah. Knowing what you do is is all you really need to know. <laughs> I know, and I love it. And so, like, you're definitely one. So let's talk a little bit about this. Who you know sort of focuses on like making sure people are doing minimal, you know, channels, minimal marketing tactics, minimal strategies. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, generally, the businesses that business owners that I work with they're doing the scattergun approach. So they're trying to sell products, so they they feel that pressure. So they're doing social media, they're um, working with influencers, they're doing competitions, email marketing, collaborations, uh, Pinterest, you know, you name it, they've got their fingers in it. Uh, What I like to do, you know, because most of the time they're also mums. They're mums juggling real life, kids, school, lunches. And if you add too many things to that, it fails because we become overwhelmed. So I like to strip that back and just focus them on two or even one tactic that I know is going to work really well for an early 
product-based business. So I now specialize in email marketing and collaborations. So they're two very highly effective marketing tactics that don't cost any like actual media budget. So not like Facebook ads. And they're things that with a training and upskilling, you can learn to do yourself. And you can also, well, email, you can set it on autopilot. So it's working for you in the background. And collaborations, I find, are effective because you're tapping into like-minded audiences. You're building relationships. So it's actually not, not only good for your bottom line, it's actually good for your soul. Like, because working with someone that you love and inspires you and you admire, like there's nothing better than that. And you never know what can come from relationships. You know, like women, we, we come together and we bounce ideas and before you know it, you know, we've got something fun and exciting happening for our businesses. So that's why I like to work with those two things. Oh, I love that. I love it. And I think sometimes the most simple and grounded tactics are the ones we should be using. And to me, those are grounded tactics, especially for that kind of business, you know, in that industry. You know, I think that so often people are in these sort of shallow tactics. So they're just trying things. Whereas like, it's really, a, it is about building relationships regardless, whether you're building it through email, you're building it through collaborations, you know, sometimes trying to build relationships or deep relationships and social media can be a lot more challenging and a lot harder and a lot longer game. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, it takes a lot of time and effort to make traction with social media and you're often overwhelmed with what other people are doing. So you waste time and you scroll. Like, trust me, I I do it every night. (laughs) I do the old scroll for a couple of hours. But as you say, with email and collaborations, um, you're not only building a deeper relationship, you're building trust and you're telling your story. And at the end of the day, people buy from people. They don't buy from a glossy brand or logo. They buy for someone that they connect with either to, you know, their brand values or their mission or their why they started. So you can really tell your story through those two tactics. I love that. And for anyone who has a product-based business, I would highly recommend talking to Lisa because she's awesome. I trust her. You know, I know that she really has people's back. She really understands what needs to be done to get that traction. So, you know, I definitely love that. And and I love to kind of, you're welcome. And I love to kind of turn it to some of your experience as well. Like I know, I mean, you are amazing. You have this business. You've got two young kids. How old are your kids? Four and two. Four and two. You've just been through a massive house remodel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't do things by halves. <laughs> and so, what would you say in terms of just survival and moving through this much navigation, right? I think we're all sort of juggling a lot of things. What would you say is a tip you might give to another business owner in terms of just getting through all the things you're navigating? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, slowing down. So trying to minimize that uh, rushed adrenaline energy, I find that completely saps me at the end of the day if I'm rushing around. So slowing down, you know, you've taught me this, making self-care a priority, you know, even if it's squeezing in a 20-minute walk before the kids wake up or booking in a one-hour massage. When I've hit those big roadblocks and when I've started to feel wobbly, you know, I've gone and done those things. And, you know, I can't tell you, that's where the breakthroughs happen. You know, you talk about this all the time. That's where the healing happens and um, the awareness. 
yeah, so slowing down, self-care and just focus. So start your day. Don't write a massive to-do list. I know this is going against everything that what other people say, but maybe just start with three things and try and get that down to two things and or even just one thing. I know today I've only written two things in my to-do list and this is one of them, this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's good. It's so good. Like we can always add more to the to-do list later if we get it all done. Like there's like this fear sometimes that, you know, if we just put one or two things down, it's not enough, but it's like we can always add more later, but at least we know we get those few things done, um, which I think makes such a difference. I love that. And I would love to know in general, like I'd love for you to share a little bit of your experience. You know, we've been obviously working together for about a year now. And so maybe just share a little bit of your experience being in the Women in the Business Arena coaching program, what that's been like for you, what the community's been like for you, what you've kind of gotten out of it. Yeah, wow, so much. Where do I start? So yeah, I was like a lot of business owners 12 months ago, just starting out, trying to do everything, being everything for everyone and hitting capacity and hitting burnout really quickly. So I had been in business on my own for two years um, after having children and I thought it's time to invest in help now rather than flapping about for another couple of years trying to figure it out on my own so that was you know a discussion I had with my partner and we decided that was you know it's worth the investment um and since then I've just it's just really I've gone from strength to strength you know it's taken a while to get there and that's totally okay because along the way I've learned so much so I started out you know with one target market and I actually pivoted probably halfway through I think to a completely different target market and that's where you know all the good stuff happened. So I felt more confident. Um, I could attract clients very easily and then learning how to serve them better and better as we go along and get it, making sure that they're getting the most out of working with me. So yeah, it's been pretty amazing. Yeah, that's so awesome. And I love that perspective as well. Like it's about evolving it, right? I think some people think that they just are going to like get a magic answer or they're just going to figure something out for their business and then like, that's it. They're just going to go for it. But it's so much evaluation and little pivots and refining and evolving and like that makes all the difference. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like all those little changes that I've made along the way, constantly streamlining, constantly uh, feeling into it. That's another thing that you've taught me to do. Like it's not just what the numbers are showing or what your hours are looking like. It's literally about, okay, how do I feel right now? And that's truly the, the only measure that you can really go by. Like, do I feel happy? Does this feel right? And all those times I've been able to tune into that, I've made a little pivot and it's gotten better and better. Yeah, I love it. And I mean, you, you've you been so good at the skill building part. Like I think that's, and this is the interesting part. So some people come into the program, you know, they're hoping kind of for all the answers. And I do a lot of skill building and a lot of, you know, helping to empower you to feel the right path for yourself. And so although I give guidance, I definitely give instruction and lots of training, there is still this process of needing to skill build. And sometimes that's the most frustrating part. And yet when things start to click in place, it's amazing, right? Like what was your experience oh, yeah. of the skill building? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of tears involved (laughs) (laughs) right at the start because I was was that person. Like I was like, okay, well, here I am. I've got a business coach. You know, know, it's got to be working now, right? (laughs) Um, And, you know, I was so impatient because, you know, this was another discovery. I had been trained to work in my masculine after 15, 16 years working in the television industry where it was just, you know, do it smash it make it work at all costs make it work so that's how I was applying my new business to myself and uh, you know we know that that doesn't work um so yeah my skill building was really around uh, letting myself fail Mm. you know trying things and testing them out and letting go of what people would think of me and um yeah being okay with that not being perfect and right all the time (laughs) and and that's where the the growth has really happened for me I think oh so true and what I love about you is you've gotten more bold like it's a bit amazing especially over the last few months it's like there's so much boldness and and can you share with people what happens when we're more bold because I think everyone's afraid to be bold right they're afraid to really go out there and sell themselves you know in a authentic beautiful manner but to really you know get to that boldness or those truth bombs right and and so can you share a little bit about what your experience has been by being more bold well two things you're able to stand out more so than than the sea of sameness that's out there because you're calling out things that other people probably don't want to talk about maybe they're like the elephant in the room or they make people feel uncomfortable but because you're calling them out the people that have experienced that that are sitting in that pain themselves they see it and it's like a bing or a light has gone off so they're attracted to that you know and you know in my case it's things like have you spent the past couple of years spending money on an expensive hobby rather than a business are you about to burn out because you feel like nothing's working anymore and you're spending time away from your family and you know they're they're uncomfortable things so instead of saying to someone hey I'm a marketing person and I can help you with x y and z I'm talking about what's really happening with them and that on a personal level works more than any marketing message Yes. Tell me a little bit, because one of the things that's really unique about the program that I do is the validation process, right? Like, rarely does anyone have clients really moving through this validation process. What was your experience of using the validation process? Yeah, I love it. I I really enjoyed it. Um, You know, there was right at the start, there was a few bumpy ones where So part of the validation process for me was just talking to as many people in my target market as possible and actually investing quite a significant amount of time talking to these individuals. So I don't know how many people I've spoken to now, but it would be over 50, um, you know, and these are one hour conversations. So I've, you know, what you can learn and the, the information and data that you can gather on those people, like you just, it's just incredible, incredible value. And, you know, obviously makes you um, a better marketer, but it also, you know, makes you more empathetic to what your target market is going through. So you're able to serve them better. 
Yeah. And I, and I think, it, you know, one of the things that I love about the validation process, which is really just gathering data, really checking in with the target market and making sure that what you've created for your business is valid. Like some of the cool parts of that process is you're able to like learn so much of the information that you need to then reach people, right? And that's when you start to gain that exponential results of being able to like put out the things that you're hearing in these conversations and then people are flocking, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's essentially what any marketing is about, using their language. You know, you don't, you're not dropping terminology, you're not trying really hard, which is what we all start out doing. Like at the start of my process with working with you, I was definitely trying far too hard to attract people. But um, now because I know so, I know my audience so deeply from speaking to them and knowing their struggles in their business and personally, I can use the language and um, yeah, it, it cuts through. Love it. And do you feel like it was it helpful also to have sort of the variety of different components in the program? Like, obviously, I work with you one on one, but there's the group who's really amazing women. And then you've got, you know, sort of the training and some of the Q&A we do as groups. And then you've got some of the training online as well. Did you find that combination to be helpful? Oh, yeah, it was so good. Like I used to say your podcasts and doing the training was a little bit of my self-care, self-care for my business, but also self-care for myself because, yeah, you've got that community support. We're talking about real things, not just like how to structure this. You know, it's like really making sure that we're, we know that we're not alone. So that's been amazing. Also checking in on the Facebook group and the practice that we're doing there, bouncing ideas off each other. And watching other people's journey also allows you to reflect upon your own and be just, it's a process of being more and more aware of what's going on and what you want. So yeah, no, it's been awesome. Oh, I love that. So good. Uh, well, I'm so thankful that you've come on this podcast with me, this episode, just for us to be able to chat and also share your experiences. Because I think, you know, it's been amazing to watch you just progress. And like you said, go from strength to strength and, you know, and have this fluidity. I mean, and maybe that's something that we could talk about a little bit as well is like, I feel like you're really, you know, in this great place where you're evolving your program and you're opening yourself to more capacity and you're flowing with the many things you have on in your life. And so it feels like, you know, there's, I don't know, like there's some groundedness and settledness in who you are right now. Can you talk a little bit about that? For sure, for sure. Like I, I know my objective when I first started working, part of that was my word was calm. I wanted calmness and I wanted things just to be easy and, and natural. And I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to that. Um, you know, instead of running around like a headless chook, as, as sometimes <laughs> we do, um, now I feel like my days are predictable. They've got um, a streamline to them. Um, there's a flow. So that's been really beneficial. And all the work that you do with um, your clients on obviously listening to ourselves and being kind to ourselves, um, that has been so valuable. I truly feel like I'm a different person than you know, so, yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting, right? Like it, yeah. And I think sometimes it's not that we're different people, but that once we strip off the identities or the things we've been running from or running to, it's like then who we are is actually there. Yeah, that's but right. But it, it looks different. Yeah, taking away that 
I do think it's the masculine edge that I was working in that you know we were I was trained to to be and I feel like a much softer approach to how I view things now instead of you know being helpful let let's make this sale let's do this let's achieve that it's more about okay well let's just do it step by step slow and steady wins the race let's not overwhelm ourselves let's just be kind to ourselves so, so that's been an interesting and yeah surprising benefit yeah and so like I would love to for you to share just what your perspective is because I mean obviously I talk a lot about the masculine and feminine both on this podcast and in the group and I think it's such an interesting concept because we don't understand it. We don't talk a lot about it in society for sure. In your experience, what would you say is kind of the difference between like operating in the masculine in your business and operating in the feminine in your business? Because I definitely think you are more operating in the feminine now. What would you say is some of the differences of that? Yeah, for sure. And when I first and I started listening to your podcast before we worked together. I was like, oh, this is a bit woo-woo for me. But but I probably, you know, that's probably representative of a lot of people out there. But once I kind of learned more about this whole masculine and feminine, it became very um, clear that, yeah, so I my view is masculine is, you know, results-driven, getting from A to B as quickly and as effectively as possible you know, putting feelings and emotions aside to get to that result. Whereas the feminine is more about, for me, it's about intuition. And I knew I had that before as a marketer that I could feel solutions and ideas very easily. But now more so I know that that's one of my, you know, feminine superpowers. Um, Yes. Yeah. And uh, trying to get my clients to feel into that too, because a lot of people come to me saying, oh, I'm not creative. I can't do this. Da, da, da. Whereas we, we all have it within us. We just need the space to listen to that creativity and intuition. And yeah, I think it's just generally been kinder to ourselves. You know, women, we put ourselves at the bottom of the list, especially as mums, um, but it's moving us back up to the top because we have so much to offer the world and the world needs it as you say (laughs) yes yes oh it's so beautiful I just want to cry just a little bit (laughs) (laughs) but I mean oh it's so amazing I think when we just honor ourselves right and honor our nature because I think that's what the piece is so much is that we've dishonored our nature to such a high degree we railroaded over our gifts in so many ways and just you know that shift that we have that you know when we finally recognize how much of a prize we are as ourselves that's it we don't need to change everything yeah that's right that's right Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's been an absolute honor to work with you. It's an honor to have you on the podcast. I'll definitely have Lisa's contact information. If you're a product-based business, you want to talk to her. You know, any last words before we wrap up? No, just thank you. Thank you for all that you uh, do for your clients and for your listeners. And yeah, it's been an, an amazing experience. Yay. All right. Well, thank you all. And we will see you next week. Building a service business isn't always easy, even if you absolutely love what you do. Sometimes you need someone in your corner with the right mix of wisdom, encouragement, and structure to help you reach the next level. 
If you love what you've heard on today's show and want to learn more about coaching with me one-on-one, come over to sonyastatman.com or send me an email at sonya at sonyastatman.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Business Arena. We'd love to welcome you into our community. Come join the Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about me and my work, you can find me at sonyastatman.com. See you next week.